Welcome to Win the Day from Back to the Bible. I'm your coach, Pastor Nat, and today we will talk about getting our motives and message right. In the show Say by the Bell, the kids at Bayside High were constantly trying to manipulate the principal with flattery. But it was usually met with, Zach, I am not a straw, don't suck up. Flattery is a tact that has been used for thousands of years. And 2,000 years ago, it was used to lure away people from Jesus. Here's what Paul had to say about this in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, beginning in verse 4. But just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak not to please man, but to please God who tests our hearts. For we never came with words of flattery, as you know, nor with a pretext for greed. God is witness. Paul commended the Thessalonian church for their authentic faith. Through great adversity and persecution, the church has grown. Paul says in verse 4 that the motivation for the gospel and the church's growth was not for the approval of man. You see, all we do is to be to the glory of God. And then in verse 5, Paul provided another difference between the false teachers and the message of the apostles. He says, For we never came with words of flattery, as you know, nor with the pretext for greed, God is witness. In a shame and honor-based culture, to be built up and recognized was a powerful drug. To be built up and positively recognized was important. So a way to get someone to change their position or follow someone was through words of flattery. The problem is flattery is empty talk. It entices to emptiness. Proverbs 26:28 says, A lying tongue hates its victims, and a flattering mouth works ruin. Likewise, Proverbs 29:5 says, A man who flatters his neighbor spreads a net for his feet. Not only is flattery empty, but it leads to destruction. So Paul's words were sincere and true, and they were based on right motives. That's why he says, we never came with a pretext for greed. You see, he wasn't motivated by greed or the lure of wealth. We must remember that Paul had the total package when he was a Pharisee. He had influence. He had power. He had credentials and benefits that came with it. He threw it all away when he was called by Christ. The apostles paid for their faith with their very lives. Humanly speaking, the ROI wasn't very good. And then Paul says, God is witness. This is similar to what is said in verse 4. God is the one who tests our hearts. The apostles and their gospel are authentic. God knows and verifies it. So what does this have to do with us today? I think it's a good reminder to evaluate our hearts and tactics when reaching the lost. You see, people try all kinds of methods to reach the lost. Come to Jesus and you will experience health, wealth, and a full head of hair. That's false advertising. Well, come to Jesus and your life and relationships will get better and better. I mean, come on, friend, listen to me, you're worth it. Now, friend, you know that's flattery and it's false advertising, too. Instead, we need to proclaim the true gospel. We were dead in our sins. But God, being rich in mercy, offers us